And it is another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, uh, 7-0. 7-0. Our listeners are like, are we going to talk about the Vols again? Well, and they the keep winning. Is yes. As long as they keep if winning. If they keep winning, yes. it's going to be hard not to. 7-0. Man, I mean, if exciting. you, you want to go around the sports world, uh, Bryce Harper also making a, a big, big step big for the Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah I'll tell you what. I, you know, I mean, I, I, I obviously, um, you know, he and I don't hang out on the weekends. Sure. I yeah. don't know him. He pers- didn't go way back. Yeah, I don't know him personally. So I, I'm making no statements about his character. What, what? Why, why do I have to feel like yeah, I need know. to throw that disclaimer yeah, out? He's got a nice beard. Be, you know, he's got exactly. good hair. Right. But I will say this. Credit to that guy because he was on the front cover of Sports Illustrated when he was 16 years of age. Graduated high school early. Everybody and their brother was like, this guy yep. <clears throat> is, you know, I mean, he is the next big thing when it comes to baseball. And sure enough. Listen, although this is his first entrance into the World Series, man, that guy has produced. I mean, oh, he's you talk incredible. about MVPs, you talk about, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, you got championship MVPs, you got all kinds he's, of he's, batting grounds. I mean, just amazing. He's been, he, he's been, uh, yeah, he's been producing since he was literally freshman. And he is, uh, he's clutch. He's and he, really and clutch. he's been hitting. So are you cheering for the Phillies no, or the Astros? No. Uh, well, it's hard. I'm not cheering for the yeah, Astros. Yeah, it, it's hard. It's hard to find, uh, I mean, I guess they didn't cheat this year. Yeah, you'd like But to here's think the that. thing. Like, okay, even, even when they were quote unquote cheating, uh, I get, you know, hats off. If you can bang trash can lids <laughs> and it if somehow you're, tell people if you're what. somehow that creative. And, yeah. and here's another thing. It, when you, when you read that, and folks listening are like, what are you talking about? A few years ago, the Astros got in trouble because they had a very intricate system, whether it was banging trash can lids or, or doing different things to let the batter know what pitch was coming. And stealing signs is a is, long is part a, of yeah, baseball. Not, However, not against the rules. It is just, about if someone's tipping their sign. Yeah, yeah. It is not about putting a camera in the outfield. Yeah, it's not like sending the signal actually doing to it. someone in yeah, a, yeah, yeah. you know, in the dugout and then them giving trash can bangs to yeah, determine yeah. what it's going to be. Which is, so, I mean, basically what hats off again. <laughs> Whoever put that thing together and they won the World Series. Yeah. I mean, it worked. But, but besides all of that, if you ever wondered just how great these baseball players are, I played baseball in high school. Correct. Was a decent ball player. Not, I mean, I didn't play college. The pitcher himself could have said, Hey, Andrew, this is what I'm about to throw. Wouldn't have changed anything. Absolutely. Wouldn't not. have changed anything. I would have swung and Hope for the best. Correct. Or not swung. Correct. And, and so the fact that they, these players can get in the batter's box and go, I know a curveball's coming. That's going to give me a ridiculous edge on this pitcher is bonkers to me. So my middle son, we went and played at a place called Lake Point, which is uh, in Emerson, Georgia. It's this spectacular facility that was opened several years ago in connection to, um, a, a number of kind of sports personalities, and it is massive. It is massive. I mean, literally thousands upon thousands yep. of of kids there every week, whether it be for volleyball and basketball. They have a huge indoor complex. They have a, like, m- mini sand volleyball courts, and right next oh, to wow. that they have a wake park that is on a Goodness. cable system. 
And so, I mean, you're just talking amazing facilities. Yeah. I mean, just dozens of ball fields and all turfed and everything else. And, uh, and, and, and he, he's a pretty good little player. Okay. He's a pretty good little player. And I, I would say a pretty good little player for, for this community. But we went and, uh, and we played, uh, the East Cobb Astros. East Cobb Astros, um, are out of, East Cobb, Georgia. Right. Uh, and the way that the East Cobb organization works is they have bukus of teams. Okay. Just lots and lots of teams, but they're, they, at least how they used to be, the, 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 the best teams. So they just give them teams from the major leagues. So you'd okay. be the, you'd be the Braves, you'd be yeah, the yeah. Cardinals, you'd be whatever it may be, but the lower in, alf- in alphabetic order. So, so if you're the A, you're the best team. Well, we played the East Cobb Astros. They, oh, so the A uh, is the best yes. thing. Yes, yeah, and yeah. they there's something called Perfect Game Rankings, which is basically kind of a national ranking for teams. They're currently the number one team in America, <laughs> literally the number one team in America, and we played them. We did not win, as you They're might pretty good. imagine. They're pretty good. And you see already at that age, you see certain things in certain athletes yeah. that you're going to eventually see in the major leagues that you're just like, it's just different. It's yeah. just straight different well it's like and even on that team i'm probably one or two of them genuinely have a chance and they're the number one team in america you know oh yeah for sure still only have a chance it's just a different uh it's i don't know if you've seen the documentary on nolan ryan that's out yes uh you think of somebody like i mean he pitched on into i mean he was old yeah for a baseball player yeah um and he was still pitching no hitters. Justin Verlander. I, I mean, mean just guy, they, he's, that, he's it's just a different there. level of, uh, they, they have a list of the people that, that Nolan Ryan struck out and it's fathers and sons. It's brothers. It's cousins. It's all the Alomars, <laughs> Sandy, Roberto, all of all them. Of them. Uh, and, and it's just, you, you hear that and you're like, man, that is a, that just tells you the caliber of athlete. Uh, that, that some of these guys are even in, uh, and, and baseball, I think is looked at different because a lot of people are like, it just takes so long and there's not a lot of action. And so will uh, you actually get involved in like, I mean, I know you don't just watch tons of baseball. No, I, I, I watch, I watch it. UT college baseball. Yeah. But right. I'll probably watch a game or two in the series. Yeah. And this is kind of a great time of the year for me. I love, you know, I, I, I've, Kind of grown to love baseball. Yeah. So you got the World Series. You got like the heart of college oh, football yeah, going on. You've yeah. got the NFL going on. You technically even got NBA games going yeah, on. Here's I care the, nothing here's about the that. Here's the thing. Like I grew up, I was a huge basketball was my, right, my thing. Right. And a uh, huge Michael Jordan fan, huge, huge Bull fan, Bulls fan. Uh, and I would watch every time the Bulls were on, I was watching. I mean, I was excited. I, I traveled this past week I spoke in Virginia at an event and so I was in the hotel that that night and the uh, Warriors were playing and I thought well I, I like basketball and I like, <laughs> I like Stephen basketball. Curry is fun to watch yeah it was brutal you man. can't do it I can't I couldn't and I know it's early so maybe it's just early in the season doesn't really have any uh you know drama I couldn't watch it. When you can, when you're scoring at times 60 and 70 points and a half, like 70 yeah. points times, you're like, man, it is hard to watch. There's no defense or it sure doesn't feel like yeah. there's defense. And again, there's a little bit of that piece that you were just talking about. These guys are so good. They're so talented. They're so athletic that at times it makes it, it's almost 
so impressive that it looks unimpressive. Well, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like when we say there's no defense, that's just because these are like A1 players. Absolutely. Like, like top of the line. Yeah. Like it, it's just a weird thing. And so I used to, I would enjoy, I don't know. I, I thought, here's what I thought when I was a, a, a teenager. I'm going to watch SportsCenter every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah. I'm going to watch every yeah, sport that. that ever comes don't on. Do that. And here's where I'm at now as a grown man. We have, I mean, I thought I'd have a TV in every room. We have one TV, and the only sports I watch is if it involves University of Tennessee. Come on. And if you'd have asked me that when I was in high school, I, that ain't happening. Right. I'm going to watch everything. I don't. I, it's hard for me to get into. Like, I'll watch the Super Bowl. It's hard for me to just sit down and watch an NFL game. Um, but the, the, the atmosphere that college sports brings is just a different level. Yeah. Just a, it's just a different level. And now I will say I saw the clip of Bryce Harper hitting that home run. And they, somebody, electric. somebody, uh, put it to like the money ball scene. So the music was very slow. The, uh, I mean, it was, it was well produced. Yeah. And then Bryce Harper, Harper's in the, in the box. And when the pitch comes, it slows down. Nice. And then it pans the crowd and then it shows him. I was like, man, y'all got this together quick. Whoever <laughs> produced this, this is top notch. And it had me going, maybe I'm a Phillies fan. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I, I don't well, know who knows. I'm going to go buy say, me a hat. I don't want to like take like a hundred percent responsibility. I mean, certainly, you know, Bryce Harper and those guys, they seem sure. to be doing their part. But, uh, you know, at the beginning of the summer when we were having to do all of our medical yep. rounds of consults, I mean, one of them was at the Philadelphia Shriners <laughs> you Hospital. Go. You were there. And we went to a Phillies game. So There you go. I mean, had I been to a Phillies game beforehand? No. Did I go to a Phillies game this season? Yes. Yep. Are they now in the World Series? Yes. You draw your conclusions. Yeah. Astros are probably going to win. <laughs> That's, that's what I. Yeah, that's, that's right. What All right, so it is. Um, it is how it is. We will not be back on the air uh, until after Halloween. Yes, that's true. And so we talked a little bit about this last week. Uh, that that neither one of us are. You know, like we're not putting the spider webs. Up. No, we, we have spider webs. We do have cobwebs. Yeah. Uh, you know. We're not doing the spooky music. Yep, there's yep. no, um, you know, uh, there's no, um, like walk through the house that's kind of a haunted house. Yeah. And scene. I'm not doing that for any principle. Like, yeah. I'm just, I like just, just like, you're just, just not, not into thing. it. Yeah. yeah. But will you have trick or treaters to your house? Because Here, you guys, we, are, we uh, won't. And, right. and, uh, and the only reason we won't is because. We turn all of our lights off. No, I'm kidding. And no. when we say, and we put a dog, we put a mean dog at the right. driveway. <laughs> uh, no, we won't because we don't have a sidewalk. Right. Our road at nighttime would not be a good place to For kids to be walking. to walk. And right. so we're not in a subdivision, so it's, uh, and it doesn't. It's just not very walker friendly, right. especially right. at night when you because there's no lights on the street. So uh, we never have trick or treaters. We usually go find a uh, trunk or treat somewhere. That's usually what we yeah. do, and uh, and the kids go. So, and, so. you know, there's clearly uh, probably some of our listeners that uh, would say, you know, absolutely no embracing mm-hmm. of a holiday that you know that 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 has all kinds of interesting sure. lineage and things of that yeah. sort. Um, then there's some that would say, listen, we're not going to take this too seriously. Obviously, yeah. we're not really worshiping anything. We're not yeah. celebrating anything. We're just kind of involved in the pageantry. 
um, you know, I think as as on our most issues, you and I probably yeah. are like, let's let's not overthink this, you know. But what would you say to a listener who lives in a neighborhood, um, wants to give out candy, uh, is going to have their lights on? Just the opportunity that exists to get to know their neighbors. Yeah, I would uh, give them toothbrushes, and toothpaste, apples. Uh, yeah, and uh, homemade and, cupcakes and tracks that look like money. <laughs> so it looks like money. So they think they're getting money, but then they get in the car, and it's the it's the gospel. Uh, no, I would I would. <laughs> Uh, what I would do is, cause I would love the thought of trick or treaters. We just don't live yeah, in sure. a place where, sure. you know, and did I buy a house purposely for that? Maybe, <laughs> but because I don't like people, maybe, but, but I think if, you know, I remember my mom lived in a, uh, kind of on, on this side, I wouldn't even say it's a subdivision, but on a side road that was like tons of kids would come down. And this was, you know, after I was grown and, the fun that my mom had. Yeah. She course. would always take tally how many people came to the house and handing out candy. And it's just a great opportunity to, to connect with people in your community. If you are, uh, you know, some people might have just moved to a subdivision or you just might have, you may be thinking, I don't really know how to get to know the people around me. This is an opportunity just to show that you care about, yeah. about people. Now there's not going to be great lengthy conversations yeah. oftentimes. Uh, but it is a chance to just show that, Hey, we're here. We're, uh, because here's the thing, if you're in that subdivision, you have your lights off, people are going to make, they're going to make, gonna make you know, oh, whether those are right or not, they're, uh, you know, and I, uh, so. I considered a few weeks ago. In fact, I think I even looked at it. I thought, will this be the year? I, I thought this very well may be the time, mm-hmm. the moment 2022 might be the moment. That I become the neighbor that gives out the full candy bars. Oh. And then I looked at the price. And you're like, no, thanks. Inflation. And I thought, no, I don't want to do that. And I'll say this as we're going to break. Take advantage of this because remember what they took away from us in 2020. (laughs) And they will do it again. So take so all you kids out there, they will take it. All from you, you kids out there, you take two laps around the yes. neighborhood because you don't know. Remember what when they Halloween's took from going you. Away. They will take it from you again. We'll be kids. back. Is that like I Toby Mac? Who is that? That's Toby Mac. From Come when? On. Yeah, that's got to be early. Man, I'm... Oh, yes, I do know this. Yeah. Come on, I'm telling you, man. Toby Mac, that dude, he's like the Nolan Ryan of... He just keeps going. Christian music, I guess, whatever. Christian rock, rap. Uh, He's talented. And and I will say... No doubt. As a guy that has... uh, I think he's a pretty good golfer, too, I've been told. Well, and as a guy that has, uh, over the years changed his aesthetic multiple times yes uh i can appreciate toby mac because that dude you look at what he looked like in the 90s and and you just watch him he's yep. grown a beard he's you know more uh hipster a lot of hats back in the day it was like the jinkos very baggy almost yep. emo-ish right, punk right. uh rap just uh in dc talk man 
That, they were another level. That Jesus Freak album. Yes, come on. One of the best. I mean, ever. I had that cassette playing to the point I was in, I was in youth and, uh, I remember vividly I was in middle school and there was a high school dude and I wouldn't stop. I knew all the, all the lyrics to everything. Right, right. To the point that dude finally looked at me and was like, you have to stop this. <laughs> what are you doing? We know it's a good good album, and you need to stop. You've made your statement. Yeah. We know You've it's good. We know you're a Jesus freak, and what yeah. would people do? If, like, we know. We know. Sometimes you got to learn the hard way. Yeah, you know? that is yeah. true. Oh, That's such a, right. They were so good. Man. They were so good. Yeah, I was trying to think. Uh, I was trying to think exactly kind of the, the season of life I was in when that thing hit. But, man, I... I you would have been, with our age, probably high school, I guess, right? Yeah, probably. Senior, maybe? Yeah, I, it, I, it was, I mean, it was blasting. It was absolutely <laughs> It was great, blasting. man. Yeah. It was great. So good. Wow. Man, yeah. I mean... Those yeah, the days. So, um, I thought maybe today we would, not necessarily in light of... Uh, well, maybe in light of Halloween, uh, but we would just talk at least in one segment about the opportunity that comes with neighboring. Hmm. Now, you again are a little bit different because you have neighbors. You do right. have neighbors, and we you are. Know, and we, you, you have a relationship. With and your we, yeah, we frequently see them and yeah, talk. To in them. fact, yeah. I I together. know one of your neighbors, and they yeah, yeah. reference to you guys. And yeah. you know, I know you guys have similar interest whether it be fitness or mm-hmm. camping or some of those things and so um i i know that but I, I just it's interesting that on on halloween we do something and maybe that's what makes it novel to some we do something that feels so countercultural for many now yeah. i will tell you our family and our children are really, really fortunate because we live in a wonderful neighborhood and maybe it's just who we are. Maybe it just kind of worked out. But like our kids generally do roam the neighborhood. Yeah. Like, like they, and you know, there, there's sets of eyes all around the neighborhood mm-hmm. and kind of every few houses. We know, you know, people that are, that are really attentive to our kids and their kids and you know kind of they all run in the packs together and they're playing ball in one person's yard and then they shift over and go play ball in a different kids you know family you know family's yard and so there's that but it is very interesting that i think for many it is kind of pull into the neighborhood open up the garage door pull the car in yeah drop down the garage door and just really don't get to know your neighbors. And to be very clear, I want to be full, like, like I know a whole bunch of our neighbors, but there's some of our neighbors I don't know, yeah. you know, but what is your thought in terms of just the Christian responsibility? If there is a responsibility or is it more an opportunity? Just kind of the, the Christian role when we think about neighboring. What do you think? I think, I think it's interesting. I used to, uh, I used to lead a young married couple class at, uh, at a church and one thing, because it was they were younger and they were living in, they were moving into subdivisions and moving into areas where they were going to have neighbors. And one thing that I used to challenge them on and, and challenge my own family on is, you know, Scripture tells us to love our neighbor, and most of us don't even know the name of our neighbor, like our yeah. actual, like Scripture is saying every image bearer is a neighbor, and sometimes we don't even know the person that lives next. That to is us. a physical. That's neighbor. an actual like culture would say that is your neighbor, right. or we'll say things like good fences make for good neighbors. 
and you know, yes, uh, yeah, in, yeah. in many ways. And so, so I, I do think there's an opportunity to, uh, being neighborly, there's an opportunity for people to see how your family interacts, how dad interacts with wife and mom, how, how dad interacts with kids. Uh, what, what are y'all, you know, is it okay if the kids play together? <clears throat> and, and so like I remember, or, or this past week, uh, I saw pictures post up, you know, this on Facebook and it's my kids and the neighbor's kids and they're playing in the leaves in my yard. And I didn't, I wasn't even home. And, and the, the mother of the neighbors or the, the, the neighbor posted and was like, thank you for making these memories with, oh, that's with nice. my child. And so these are things that we just, uh, we just do. If I'm out working on the van, my neighbor has seen me before and he comes over and says, do you, you know, is there something I can do to help? Or, and I'm then not, you say, why, why, what do you, why you do you think, you I, think I can't fix the van? Can't you tell I'm in my jean shorts and no shirt? Do you like, not I know got that I clean my crop? And then you're like, but yes, seriously, yes, do you nice know, do you, you, yeah, I don't, cause I don't yeah. know what I'm doing here. And so then I have another neighbor <laughs> that, that is great on small engines. So if something goes wrong with my, my mower, I, I text him and, and we talk and, and so, uh, we take eggs to them from the chickens and love that. Uh, and so we, you, but it's, you have to be intentional because everybody's busy. And the interesting thing about, uh, like trick or treating is not only are you like meeting people, you're physically walking up cold to somebody's door and knocking <laughs> right. on it. And right. that is such a foreign. And, <clears throat> and you're sending. In many cases, you're just sending your just kids, sending your kids, <laughs> and you're standing up at the, the, front of the, at the road like, watching. Like yeah. just, y'all, which is wild. I mean, in this crazy helicopter crazy. lawnmower parent yeah. culture that we have, which is we want to knock down all obstacles, or we want to pull our yeah. kids out of obstacles or challenges, all this other stuff. We're like, all right, kids. Yeah. I know it's real dark up there, and they're playing. Scary music. There's a chain, be okay. There's a chainsaw noise coming yeah. from their bedroom. You just run on up there. Yeah. She's have dressed fun. like a witch, but it's got to <laughs> be fine. Have fun, little buddy. <clears throat> yeah. Ask for some treats. That, yeah, <laughs> and and so it is. An, it is an opportunity to. Uh, and I do think you know we kind of uh, you know we we go after technology quite a bit here, but I do think that has changed things. Because back in the day, you just had to communicate. Right. You just had to. And, uh, you know, we've been, we've been watching Home Improvement because it's on Hulu now. And you see how Tim interacts with Wilson every day. Why? Because he's in his yard and Wilson's across the fence. Right. And they don't have phone, like text. Like, that's the only way they communicate. They don't have social media is to actually look at each other and talk to each Correct. other. Correct. Or call each other on the landline. And so, uh, <laughs> So you, you see things like that and you're like, well, there was a time where you would sit on the front porch. You right. would, you would actually go knock on a door and have a conversation with, uh, with a neighbor. And it wasn't like you didn't immediately think they're here to kill me or to sell and, me something. And yeah, or, or to, before I open this door, I, I'm going to arm myself right. because that's clearly what, right. what's happening here. Yeah. And, uh, and so we are, we're just at a weird place. And it is interesting that at least one day out of the year, we just we go it. and knock on people's we doors. We just defy it. Like, and we, we don't get mad. We actually, even during election season, because right now it's election season too, so you got people knocking on doors asking you to vote, which everybody loves when that happens. Yeah, of course. It's and, sure and, and it's my vote. Yeah. Here's the thing. The, the last thing they want to do is knock on my door. 
they'll be like, this was supposed to be quick. Why, why is he still talking to yeah, me? Yeah, I don't, I don't but, understand. But with, you know, one time a year, even during election season, people are eagerly saying, come knock on our door and I'll give you candy. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that great? It's a great thing. It is. It's a fascinating thing. Like I said, I, I have no real, like, major, uh, yeah. you know, moral uh, statement out of it. Uh, I do think there probably is an opportunity, as there are opportunities every day, right. but this is a unique opportunity. You know, you, you have the opportunity to, to say hello to your neighbors and get to know them uh, regularly. But, you know, maybe the neighbors from across the yep. across the other road are, are coming over. or Well, and a lot of churches are doing in. trunk yeah. or treat, and, and yeah. a lot of people come in. You know, when I was a kid's pastor, we had... We had something. We have we have fifteen hundred people come through the building. Yeah, for for a number of different yeah, things. And some of those people recently moved to the area and were looking for a church, yeah, and that was their interaction. That was their first interaction with the church. And so, um, we're not going to do a trunk or treat or anything at, at Shoreline. I'm actually just going to stand down at the road right there in Westland with just one little chair and a and like a bucket. No, and by. a sign that says. Uh, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be. I think that would really get people into the chapter two of the Shoreline Church. Eh, I'll join you. It'll be fun. Sure. We'll do. We'll do a marathon between Sundays, dressed as shepherds. I have some thoughts on Reformation Day. Oh, that's good. When we come, come back, we'll be back. marinating that for a second. Man, we are going some old school absolute classic. That is good. The valley is low. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You know, we just, uh, we talked about this before. There won't be a podcast host 30 years from now that's like, listen to that Bieber, that's a classic. (laughs) Because this music will always be the classic music. Maybe so. Or, I think, or, right? Or when we say let's that, hope it is. Or when we say that it's kind of like get off my lawn, and we're yeah, just so? kind of real so what ornery and curmudgeon. As we're talking about being neighborly, yeah, we're also being yeah. Don't step foot on my grass. So so before the break, we were kind of just uh, joking a bit about the odd irony mm-hmm. of Halloween, you know. But there is an opportunity that's there, sure, and. Um, and yeah, then I also referenced the Reformation Day. Yeah, I mean Martin Luther, man, like a like a you know, I mean obviously this in- incredible reformer and this yep. incredible uh, one that God used to impact the kingdom in so many ways, a, a complex individual if you well, really look and, at it, you know, but like used in so many cool ways, and yet you kind of get Reformation Day kind of gets the raw the short end of the stick yeah. uh, culturally is, for culturally, sure, culturally, yeah. It's unfortunate. Well, and and you think about, I mean, one of the greatest quotes ever was when they tried to get him to recant, and That's he said, "At the Council of Verbs. yeah," and he said, "Here I stand; I can do no other." My account, my, my goodness gracious, my conscience is captive to the Word of God. Yeah. I cannot and I will not shy away I mean, from these truths. You, you just that is that's a different level, bold, because doing that in that time, I mean, solid could have meant. I'm I'm dead. So solid. And the fact that he's so like, today, no, not changing. So today we celebrate Martin Luther. Come on. Yeah, that's good stuff. Now, I wouldn't mind having a bunch of um, party-sized candy bars to yes. also celebrate yes. Martin Luther. 
But that's probably your, out, outside of your my, my current your current eating plan. Regimen. Yeah. yeah. If if there was no eating plan, sure. Okay. If you were not going to be, you know, choosing a yeah. protein bar instead of a candy bar yeah. this Halloween season. What is your, like, I mean, what is the dream grab? Okay, like when you were a kid, what is the dream grab? Mm. You reach in, or you don't get to reach in usually, but they right. reach in. They, you know, they pull three or four, you know, party-sized candies. They're dumping them in your yeah. pillowcase or whatever else may be. What is the, well, like, what is the dream grab there? Yeah, I was, for me, it was going to be, um, it would it would be a blow pop, oh. cherry blow pop, strawberry blow pop, okay, with gum in it because that's two pieces of candy really. The <laughs> sucker with gum, yeah. Uh, any kind of bubble gum, just love bubble gum, really. Yeah, and yeah, then uh, Skittles. Interesting. I like Skittles. So so nothing, I wasn't really like chocolate-y. a no. It was. I mean, I'll eat those things. Yeah. But I, I would I would get more excited even today as a grown man. You give me a cherry blow pop. And it takes me back. Let me tell you one of my all-time <laughs> favorites um, that that kind of shows itself uh, during this season. I'm sure it's available year-round. But you'll occasionally Candy get corn. one dropped. No, no, no. <laughs> you'll occasionally get one dropped in your bag. Um, but uh, sometimes we did have to buy a bag at the Hayes Home and so I can just enjoy them. I love the green apple caramel sucker. Oh, really? Oh, oh. Man, yeah, I can't so do good. I can't do the green apple anything. I love the green apple caramel sucker. I also <clears> would say that I really enjoyed when growing up. I would definitely get excited about a Reese's cup. Yeah, oh yeah. I would There's definitely good, get excited yep. about sugar babies, not to be confused with the sugar daddy. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I like the sugar babies. Um, and then, really, like today, if my kids were beyond, <clears throat> excuse me, some of those things. The thing that probably would more likely show up in their bags in this iteration or generation of of candy, Sour Patch Kids. <clears throat> I like a good Sour Patch yeah. Kid, and so I'll I will I will absolutely um, execute a Halloween tax. Yeah, on another my kids candy for like sure. I will take ten percent. Yeah, of it another sure. good thing is Airheads. Love Ooh, Airheads. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm very much concession stand food. So blow pops, airheads, yeah. like that. Carrie is, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Carrie is more uh, gas station. And I don't mean like, I mean okay. like orange slices, bit of honey, okay. uh, those type mm. candies. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize I yeah, had married a 94-year-old. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, but she likes all of that stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, some people are like, favorite. some people use this as a moment to clean the pantry out. You're like, I got some leftover little snack bags of Doritos. Take you some Doritos. They've been, they've been sitting in here. Here's for, some floss. They've been sitting in here forever. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, they'll last, you know. All right, so anything, uh, you know, we, 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 are, we will not use uh, this, this, um, this segment to talk about any moments, because there were a couple this week. That that seemed less than presidential. Okay, uh, okay. But we're going to pass. That's that. going to be difficult for I know, me. We're going to pass. I need you to pass. Okay. I just need you okay. to just to breathe. I need you to not think about okay. a moment on, on an interview where it appeared the president that he fell had fell asleep. We, he, we're not going to talk. We are about not that. sure if he did or did not. No, we are. We are. We're <laughs> not going to discuss 
um, certain interviews that he participated in and who he was interviewed by. We yeah, don't yeah. need it. We're not going to yeah. discuss that. Don't okay? just Google it. Yeah. And then go vote. With that said, the midterms are coming. They are. Yeah. And uh, first, I would like your prediction. Okay. okay. But then second, I would like you to just, again, give some counsel. I mean, we, we have listeners. Yeah. That, uh, that, you know, they probably know kind of who we are or at least know where we lean on certain things. But more sure. just understanding that, like, truly <clears throat> we do believe that the opportunity to vote is a privilege. Yep. Uh, it's a, I'm going to do it today. Yeah, it's, it's something that we should be able to, to, to embrace as believers and, um, and something that we should take seriously. If we're going to participate in voting, something we should take seriously. Yep. We should know candidates. Um, we should know <clears throat> kind of where they stand. Yep. And so first give <clears throat> me your... Uh, you know, I don't necessarily need to know your local uh, predictions. No, I'll, uh, I can know. give you. I want. <laughs> I think we all know the local yeah. predictions. They're yeah, they're going to uh, go the the way we we think they're going to go. Yeah. My prediction is uh, what what I and and others would call a red tsunami. I think the I think the Senate goes Republican. I think about fifty two or fifty three seats. I think the House definitely flips to. Uh, to Republicans. So that means Nancy Pelosi will not be the leader of the House in the next session. That means Chuck Schumer will not be the leader of the Senate. Right now, the Senate is 50-50 with Kamala Harris having the uh, the, the tie-breaking vote. That's going to flip. I think you look across the country, if you're following this, I, I do think Blake Masters beats Mark Kelly in Arizona. I think Kerry uh, Lake wins governorship in Arizona. The interesting thing about her, if you're not following her, she was an anchor on local TV yep. for decades in Arizona, and she is so polished yeah. and and just great at communicating, and that is half the battle in in politics. I I think Tudor Dixon may may uh, squeak out a victory in Michigan and beat Governor Whitmer, which a lot of people a few weeks ago said would have been impossible. Uh, I think uh, the interesting thing to watch in Michigan also is they have a proposal on the ballot to make abortion uh, constitutional in the state uh, in the state of Michigan. Right. Michigan used to be a, kind of a, a conservative uh, foothold. Now it's not. And so this this particular proposal includes a number of things. And so that's going to be interesting to watch. Um, you know, as we're as we're watching the polls, even in New York, the Republican uh, candidate for governor is squeaking up and get it may even topple. I don't know if that's going to happen, but possible could, could win the governorship in the state of New York. You have Fetterman and Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. And if you've watched that, that's a train wreck. Uh, I think Oz is going to win. Uh, DeSantis is up by 10 points in Florida. I mean, he's going to yeah. win in, in Florida, no doubt. Um, so a lot of interesting races uh, across the board, but I do think ultimately what's happening is uh, from a political analyst or analysis point of view june 24th happened and roe v wade overturned you had folks on the left that thought this was the issue that was going to give us back the midterm momentum right and it did for about a week or two and then inflation continued to to tick up and inflation continues to be a mess gas prices went down for about a week they're now back up uh, we're, we're seeing Ukraine and Russia still being a mess. Yeah, uh, so you're seeing all these things happen. And you're on top of that, you're seeing uh, Vanderbilt, Boston Children's Hospital and, and uh, trans surgeries on minors. And, and so the most recent poll, it's like 
80% of parents are saying, there's no way I'm voting for that. Right. And so because of all that, the momentum has swung back to the, to the right. And, uh, and we're going to see it in the polls. In, in Georgia, even, you have Herschel Walker and Warnock, and, and it looks like Herschel Walker is going to squeak that. Brian Kemp's going to win running away with it. The interesting thing about a lot of these races is the top of the ticket is going to drag some other people across the finish line. Yeah. And so, like, Brian Kemp in Georgia, had he not be, been winning the way he is, Herschel Walker may not win that seat. But because Brian Kemp is, is leading in, in such a way, it's hard to imagine people going and voting for Kemp and not voting for Walker. Right. It just, that just typically yeah. doesn't happen. I think what I would just say is <clears throat> I think it's really important that, that people know the issues and know where candidates mm-hmm. stand on certain issues. And and listen, you know, it's it's completely up to you to determine what issues you say are most important. Yep. For me, the issue of life has been most important for a really really long time, you know. Um but but we understand that, you know, different people have have kind of biggest issues in whatever their life may be. Maybe it's the economy. Yep. Maybe it is about education. Maybe it's about certain social agendas, maybe it is about, you know, life, uh, whatever it may be, <clears throat> but I would not go into, I would not go into a voting booth just assuming I know where someone falls or just no. to, just to, just to say, well, you know, I've kind of always voted this way, so I'm going to go that way. Well, things are changing. Yep. And so you need to know where these candidates what are they saying? Where are they lining up? How are they positioning themselves? What agendas are they going to push? It's important stuff. For sure. And we'll talk more about that when we come back. Yeah, so as we, as we finish up today and talk about uh, the midterms, look, I could give you uh, analysis all day long. I, I, I enjoy following what other states are doing. But the reality is there's, there's a lot happening. And, uh, and, and from looking at the polls, there's a lot of people saying, look, you know, it's the economy, it's inflation, it's, it's this or that. But here's the thing. And, and I, I heard this the other day by a, uh, a political uh, analyst, and it was a great point that, that we are – there's a segment of the population that are voting aspirationally, meaning – there's some that just, hey, I just vote for this party every time, and that's just the end of it. Whether it be Republican or Democrat, that's just how I'm built. That's what I do. I don't ever change. But there's a large segment of the population that would call themselves independent that are saying, I don't like the way my state is going in this particular right. direction, or I don't like the way the country is going yep. in this particular direction. And so I'm going to vote for the candidate in this moment in time that I believe is going to change that. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing, if you're a politician listening, here's where accountability comes in. For Republicans right now, they're thinking, man, we're winning a lot of the parents, a lot of the Hispanic vote. Uh, We're we're winning crime, crime, immigration. All these things are like making Mm -hmm. people go, okay, this time around I'm going to vote for the, the GOP candidate. But you, you don't have them locked in with you for decades to come. Correct. They're voting because they believe that you are going to make a change. And so this is where you have to be careful. We said it for years. This is the most important election of our life. 
And, and this is the, you know, if we, if we win this, we'll get the Supreme Court and we'll do this and do that. We've said that literally, they've said that every, right. every election in my lifetime. Right. And so at some point, you have to move the ball, ball down the field. And this is an opportunity to move the ball down the field. And so you, you, you look around the country and you see something like what's happened in Florida and bridges were built in, in a couple of weeks. Like, yeah. you know, I even saw somebody say the other day, how long do you think it would have took to build that bridge back in the state of California? Yeah. Like that, that is a true, uh, dichotomy. And, and sometimes in politics, you don't have a true black and white, like there's a lot of gray on, on who does what, but, but we're kind of in a time right now where there is a true difference in, in the direction one candidate wants to take and the direction another candidate wants to take. Correct. But the question is when they get to DC or when they get to, in our case, in, to, to Nashville, Nashville, what are they doing? Yeah. And, and that's where we got to be. <laughs> We got to know where they stand and then hold their hold well, them accountable. I, I just continue to think, you know, I, I think there's also this man. You you just have to be mindful that that parties change. Mm-hmm. I mean, parties do change. So you're like, man, well, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, you know, you may say, well, I voted Democrat for my entire life. Yep. Well, like you, you better understand what that means. Yep. You know, and and the same is true on the other yep. side too. You know, like hey, like. Uh, you know, Republican, I've voted Republican my whole life. That's where I've been. Okay. I'm just going to yeah, sure. put it out there. That's where I've been. <clears throat> but I also want to make sure today, yeah. I want to make sure that, that when I think Republican, that still represents what matters to me. Yep. And that still represents who I want it to be. And let's just be honest at times. It doesn't, Yep. <laughs> there's, there's, you know, politicizing things that should never have been politicized. There's using image bears to 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 push a political position. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that can happen on both sides of it that yeah. that is shameful, in my opinion. And so, I guess just what I would say is, man, like you look at some of these issues, especially when it comes to life. You come at look at things related to abortion. You look at things related to to transgender issues. You look at uh, agendas that are being pushed on children yep. and indoctrination. You look at crime. I mean, just make sure, just make sure that your vote doesn't line up with what you think it, what what you just kind of would assume it lines up yep. with. Make sure your vote truly does line up with what you care about and what you believe and, and what the things that most matter to you. Well, my mom's had these conversations with my granddad. Yeah. And my granddad just, when, when she brings certain things up, he's like, I don't believe that's happening. And yeah. it's like, wow, that, but it, but it is. And yeah. so, and, and because he's voted a certain way yeah, sure. forever. And so it's like, well, I don't want to believe the party that I've lined up with for all these decades yep. has shifted to a place that that you're telling me they've shifted to right and and so and I we'll, think that's we'll, why you see such an interest in independent that's why yeah, you see interest yeah. in third party that's why I personally over the years have like begin to pay my pay attention and and you know in certain instances yeah. given a vote here and there I mean yeah it just it's just again we just have to we have to pay attention to it yeah and and there's so many uh you know, even even today, before I before I vote on the amendments locally and yeah. in our state, I went and read the amendment. Yeah, hey, what does this mean? What is it? Because you'll see a sign that says "vote no" or "vote yes." I'm like, I don't even know what I'm voting no or yes on. So <laughs> yeah. go read the amendment. And, and most importantly, 
don't you pray? Yeah. Seek the Lord's yeah. guidance. Pray for our country. Pray for direction. Pray for wisdom. Trust that your vote matters. Yeah. We're thankful for you each and every week. You put up with all of our antics. Yes. But we're grateful. We'll talk to you next week.